Right now, the major television networks uh, seem to be launching the second half of their uh, series and seasons. Last night at NCIS, season 21 launched. I've never watched a single episode, but I know that's extremely popular. NCIS Hawaii came on last night. Tonight, FBI and FBI Most Wanted, then FBI International. They're all back-to-back. Young Sheldon, Blue Bloods back this week, so is SWAT. Next week, The Good Doctor for its final season. The Rookie, Survivor, also coming this month. Next month, Grey's Anatomy returns for its 20th season. It's amazing that show is still on, but still very popular. Helen Pompeo will be in at least four episodes, she has said, when Grey's returns in March. Uh, today, the start of CFL Free Agency, and last week we heard how the Great and White had to uh, well, pretty much now ink the contracts for Jamarcus Hardrick. Who's beefing up the O-line, the CFL East All-Star running back for the last couple of years. AJ Ouellette is coming. Plus yesterday, number four is back. Micah Johnson, before he became a free agent, they signed him. He's a leader. He never gave up last year. Looking forward to seeing him back. Jeremy O'Day, might he have a few more surprises? Well, Tim White is out there, but uh, his price tag still pretty uh, high. He's holding to 300000 Matthew Betts, the top Canadian, still a question mark. NFL interest, maybe Lions, you would think, would not want to lose him. But we'll have all the the analysts joining, Jamie and Drew. Justin Duck, he's already been part of the show and has said the Riders, uh, he thinks they're they're, they're doing well. There's really not too many other spots, if any, that they are in dire need of a free agent. Some of the riders who are going to be testing free agency today. Quarterback Jake Dolagala, linebacker Larry Dean, and running back Jamal Morrow, who led us in rushing yards last year. But with uh, A.J. Ouellette coming in, he's expendable now. And uh, again, at Green Zone SK, the handle to follow for CFL free agency that officially kicks off at 11 this morning. And a little more than a month and a week ago, this happened. Brandon Smith just steps up and... And catches him, yes. He ends up getting him in the mouth area. That's clean. That, that, that's yeah. clean. The, the, the elbow's down. Unfortunately, Brandon Smith broke the jaw of Connor Bedard and put him out of uh, commission. But now we're hearing next week. He's got one doctor's appointment left on Monday. If that goes well, he could be returning. Connor Bedard, uh, possibly on the 21st or 23rd uh, against the Jets. A lot of Canadian golf fans were celebrating Nick Taylor's win at the Phoenix Open over the weekend. Uh, birdie putt that clinched him the playoff victory, uh, even though there were a lot of people wasted. <laughs> Literally, uh, for the waste management uh, epic that uh, happens uh, every year in Arizona. But uh, Nick Taylor, that was very cool to see. And uh, golf is big, even when it's snowing and blowing as it is this morning. And many of you I know are thinking about what's to come. And over in the Royal Regina, Saskatchewan's oldest golf club is set to turn 125. And the Royal GM is Ryan Pollock and joins me now. Hi, Ryan. How are you, pal? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Good to have you back. When was the Royal Regina actually inaugurated? Yeah, it goes back a long time. Our, our club was a officially founded on May 6th, 1899. Yeah, 125 years old, an exciting year for our club and a summer of golf and celebrations that uh, all of us here at the Royal Regina are looking forward to. 
I'm interested in this uh, special beer you've commemorated here. Tell me about this. It's uh, it's caught a lot of steam here. It's, it's been a popular addition for us that we added a, a couple weeks back. And it goes back quite a few months ago when we started to discuss this um, with our friends um, over at Molson Coors Canada. And then we wanted to work with them and their product line and, and see which one of their products would be a best fit for us and, and represent our club. And we were excited that uh, we were able to land on a product and, and be able to stamp it as eighteen ninety nine and have an exclusive branded beer for our club. It's just a draft product um, only available here. So um, it'll be on tap throughout the summer and members and guests are welcome to come down and, and give it a try. The Royal is a semi-private club, right? And it's rather unique because of its designation. And why is that, Ryan? We're semi-private. It means that we're really powered by our members and, and the value that um, our almost 800 total members bring. But um, it is, it's open to the public. Our clubhouse is open to the public. Some opportunities to come down and have lunch, um, dinner, drinks on the patio, and also an opportunity for anyone in the public to play golf seven days a week while we're open. We already um, have that ability to, to accommodate people. And I think that's a key part of us being a part of our community is still having opportunities for people that might maybe aren't quite there to commit to a full golf membership, but still want to come down and check out all the great things that the Royal Regina has to offer. General Manager Ryan Pollock, my guest. Is it true the Royal is only one of six in Canada with that Royal designation? Yeah, correct. We've given formal Royal status back at our 100th anniversary, um, and it dates back to a history and linkage through the RCMP and actually the Royal family way back in the 1940s, I believe, had a, had a visit from members of the Royal family to the golf club. We were granted that status, and it's it's one we take very, very uh, seriously and, and wear that badge proudly. I understand you intend to honor some of the uh, club's history this year too because of this uh, celebration. Absolutely, on we were founded on May sixth originally, but we're going to have a kickoff on Saturday, May fourth. Call it a birthday party, if you will, Founders Day, and there'll be some exciting videos and announcements um, that kind of tee up the whole summer. And then from there, there's really two more aspects with us hosting the Saskatchewan uh, Amateur Championships, men's and women's, in July ninth to twelfth. So. There'll be uh, upwards of 150 of Saskatchewan's best golfers competing for the provincial championship. And then our full-on celebration is August long weekend. We'll do uh, four or five days of lots of celebrations and partnerships with the RCMP and other local dignitaries. Um, lots of golf events, lots of social events. That'll be the real key uh, celebration weekend for us. With this mild weather, does that uh, give you any concern on the course this year? Yeah, there's cause for concern. This last snow cover um, will definitely help. Um, we need some snow cover to protect our greens and, and the grass, and not to mention the moisture that will come with it throughout the winter and spring. But we're doing okay. Uh, we've got uh, good people around here that in the spring will be able to to get up and running and, and have confidence that uh, the conditions will be great out of, right out of the start of the spring. What's the earliest you can recall opening? Well, the last couple of years, we haven't been open until late the first week of May with um, a lot of late snowfalls. I've heard stories uh, around here of, of some really mild winters being open as early as April 1st. I don't think we'll quite be there this year, but um, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see us uh, open sometime late in April. Ryan, thanks for the update. Looking forward to the celebrations this year. Thanks, Greg. Welcome to have you out here anytime. Well, if you're a long-time listener of Jamie and I on uh, the Green Zone, you know his love for that song. And he's going to be happy to hear on this 
CFL Free Agency Day, which technically starts at 11 this morning, this bit of news is going to make Jamie happy, too. The Reclaws are going to be playing the Briar Patch at Montana's Briar Patch. It just got a little more fun. The Reclaws? Boy, the Briar Patch is always a, a popping party, that's for sure. But the Briar, yes, it's coming. March 1st to the Brand Center. And, of course, Team McEwen and Saskatoon Rink will represent our province at the Briar this year. Uh, McEwen's rink will be in Pool B. And hopes to break the decades-long Briar drought here in our province. Uh, some of the teams in his pool, though, include defending Team Canada champ Brad Gushu. McEwen will uh, no doubt bring a lot of experience. He's been through a few Briars in his day. This is the eighth one he's qualified for. His first, though, representing uh, Saskatchewan. Former Saskatchewan skip Matt Dunstone is over on the A side of the pool leading the Manitoba rink this year. And uh, again, the Montana's Briar is March 1st through 10th at the Brand Center. You can get packages now, daily draw tickets. Saskatchewan will open up day one against PEI. But a little bit of good news as they uh, start to announce, as we just did there, the Reclaws are going to be playing the Briar Patch one night too. So lots of fun if you're a curling fan at Saskatchewan this March. As we expected, it was the most watched Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. In Canada alone, on average, 10 million were watching on any given moment of the game, and its peak audience was at halftime. More than 12 and a half, 12.6 million Canadians tuned in for Usher. And, and I guess most people said, yeah, it was okay. Usher performed well. If you're a real big fan, you loved it. If not, it was just uh, sort of okay. A lot of people seem to be happy about Ludacris. <laughs> And fresh from his Super Bowl appearance. Late yesterday, we heard uh, Ludacris, the three-time Grammy winner and star of the Fast and the Furious movies, will be joining us at the Queen City X on Friday, August 2nd. Yeah, the real district uh, sharing that one with us. And now this morning, the Reclaws for the Briar Patch. Many of you wanted more concerts. It's going to get a little tougher, that's for sure, as... Our venue's a little smaller compared to Saskatoon, and uh, artists seem to be going for larger venues right now. But, uh, hey, for the X, at least we now know that Ludacris is coming. Speaking of artists, Drake, the Canadian rap artist, he bet $1.5 million on the Chiefs to win on Super Bowl Sunday, and he walked away with a payout of about $2.4 million U.S. dollars. And upon winning, Drake claimed he was going to make a fan super blessed at a show last night in St. Louis. So, needless to say, fans lined up extra early outside the concert last night, dreaming of what they would do with the money if they picked or if he picked them. I'd put it towards my college tuition. I'd probably pay, like, debt from my nursing school and then probably donate some, honestly. Yeah, Drake was set to give away, at the very least, 100000 U.S. dollars last night to someone in his concert I, and I, I haven't heard yet I've been trying to find out a little more on this in a concert review out of St. Louis but I have yet to find one there were some who uh, are close to Drake that heard that he might give even more than a hundred thousand dollars to just one fan maybe more to a single fan or just more fans but uh, when I find out I'll share that with you too
I hear the Moose Jaw City Hall clock tower is going to turn red today in support of women's cardiovascular health. Nice that they're doing that. CJME News Time now is 822. John Stewart returned to The Daily Show last night. Man, I, I used to watch The Daily Show often because of John, and so it's kind of cool to hear that he's back at least on Monday nights. Uh, he left back in 2015, and uh, he's going to serve as executive producer behind the scenes the rest of the week. But in his return last night, he jabbed that both Trump and Biden are showing their age, and it's concerning. Now, Democrats will say that any criticism like this, especially of Biden, is unfair because you just don't know Biden like they know Biden. President Biden, who I've been around uh, numerous times just in this last year, is sharp, he's focused. He's bright. He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. And the president was in front of and on top of it all, coordinating and directing leaders who are in charge of America's national security, not to mention our allies around the globe. Did anyone film that? (laughs) Because if you're... If you're telling us behind the scenes he is sharp and full of energy and on top of it and really in control and leading, you should film that. (laughs) That would be good to show to people instead of a TikTok where he goes, (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to hear him back with his analysis, and that's why he's back, largely, because uh, it is election year stateside. Uh, last night on Jimmy Kimmel, Katy Perry said that uh, she's going to ditch American Idol. I mean, I love Idol so much. It's connected me with, like, the heart of America, but I feel like I need to go out and feel that. Wow, that's something else. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Well, this will be your farewell season then. I think so. Yes, it will. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about it because you know who, um, this is our seventh season, Simon, Paula, yeah, Randy. And Randy, yes. Yeah. They had seven seasons, so it's kind of like... So you feel like you don't want to uh, overshadow them, or what? <laughs> you... <laughs> no, I love the show so much, but I, I want to go and see the world and maybe bring new music. Yeah, she's worked on a new album. She just wrapped up her Vegas residency that was sold out nightly whenever she performed there, and she will be on this final season of American Idol. How many seasons, Frank? My producer was looking that up. 21 seasons. Idol is still going strong, and Katie will be on there one last time with uh, Luke and Lionel, who I love. I love Lionel Richie. Man, I love him on that show. I don't watch American Idol fully and really close anymore, uh, but I do like the auditions that start on Sunday. They get me every time of those sad videos of some of those kids and their heartbreak they've gone through and then performing and uh, hopefully moving on. But uh, I I watch kind of the auditions for a couple of weeks, and then I'm out. But, yeah, Idol's back on Sunday, but Katy Perry moving on.